Welcome to IP Frequently. IP Frequently is brought to you by Dominion Harbor Enterprises and is sponsored by IPedia. IPedia, innovation clarity that provides real, actionable patent intelligence. Join our hosts, David Pridham and Brad Sheaf, advancing the issues of intellectual property. Hello and welcome to another episode of IP Frequently. I'm here as I always am with my good friend, confidant, business partner, and general man about town, David Pridham. It's a little bit of an unusual one for us, David, is typically we're out here as dawn breaks over the majestic Rumstick Point, but tonight the sun is setting here on Rumstick Point as we dive into some of the broader, perhaps deeper, wider issues in IP that have arisen this week, not least of which would be the sort of... uh, Tell all by the Wall Street Journal. Am I going to get to talk at some point, or are you no, just, okay. just it's going to be a soliloquy? You just, remember Hamlet? Yeah. How everyone enjoyed that. I never, never saw. I didn't. I don't get the HBO, so I've never seen that. Oh, okay. Well, it's good. The mini. Check out the miniseries. Yeah. It's good. Although Paul Giamatti is a great character actor, correct? I won't dispute that. Now, just to set the, the tone for everybody, though, you're out here a little bit, a little bit different than normal. Would you want to describe your dress? I'm currently wearing the T-shirt I wore under my suit today. David and I traveled uh, five hours. Actually, that's incorrect. Round trip? Well, not, I'm only seven. Okay. Five hours down to New York today to uh, sit in a mediation. We sat on a bench for two hours and then proceeded Like a back. couple of perps. A couple of perps. Actually, in, the, guys who killed, the guys who were rounded up, the hobos, the tramps, and the Kennedy assassination yeah. were treated better. Yeah, and they got in front of the judge more quickly than we did, for sure. Yeah. And then we traveled back a good... Four hours. But I did take you for uh, some nachos. At at Chili's, Chili's. which was fantastic. And the iced tea. So we enjoyed that. But anyway, we were in suits, which is very uncommon for both David and I to be in a suit. And I am currently wearing the white V-neck T-shirt I wore under my suit and a pair of workout shorts for those of you scoring at home. Wait a minute. When you're not wearing shorts, too, that's technically a wife beater that you're wearing. Well, it's not. So, it's, so it's, if this is if this is meant to ratchet up the intimidation factor, yeah. if you think I'm going to suddenly capitulate and bow down to some of uh, some of your theories or your thoughts or what have you? Yes. Uh, that's not going to happen. I could go in and put on a real wife beater, you know, with no sleeves at all, just kind of the little strap, a one-inch strap over the shoulder with a ribbing. I'm, I'm, you know, it can't be any. It, it, it's really concerning. Right now. Well, luckily my wife is a thousand miles from here, so we don't have to worry about that. And she would that. kick your ass if uh, push Probably. came to shove. Probably, which is one of the things I love about her. But anyway, there are many things. We've got uh, the Wall Street Journal exposing academics who are being paid by Google for their quote-unquote research. And we've got the uh, cowards at Unified Patents blocking us on Twitter. They can sling it, but they cannot take it. Let's talk about that first, right, shall we? Although I have some other things I, I want to, you know, first of all, we are going to get to our, we're going to get back to our award-winning feature, Would You Rather? Yes, agreed. Um, on this episode, we've had a lot of folks reach out to us. Some, um, the protest worked. Some of y'all have, have boycotted the show because that wasn't on the last couple of episodes. But we're going to bring that back based on public um, outcry. Uh, we are going to be talking about the big T-shirt giveaway um, that's going to be going on in the near future. We're going to give some details about that. The IP Frequently T-shirt is the hottest-selling T-shirt in the IP space. You can, of course, get it on our website. Uh, but we're going to be talking about how we're going to be um, how we're going to be giving some of those goodies, uh, some of those goodies away. Um, we're also going to be talk- saying something. Given the number of IP-related T-shirts you can find out there, for this to be the number one selling, it item. is. No, you're right. Yeah. And, and, and again, it, it, the, the, I think we thank you everyone out there who's who's listening the folks who are participating in the live audiences 
um, the folks who are live uh, streaming this. Um, thank you all for your support, making us the truly the number one podcast in the IP space and, in, in, in effect, the number one T-shirt in the IP space. So we're very pleased with that. Yeah, very pleased. T-shirts are going to be made here in the country. They're made in the United States in most part. Um, and, uh, and and we'll be giving them away at a future, one of our future live events. It looks similar to the one I have on now. It's not going to look anything like that. No. Yeah. It's a good looking t-shirt, just for the record. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, maybe we'll uh, have Monkey Boy put a picture of it up later on. Um, but I digress, as sometimes I do. Uh, yeah. So the, um, the this, this, uh, Unified patents. Um, uh, you know, we we don't really like to give um, uh, to to talk about some of these discredited business models uh, like unified patents um, and give them any publicity, especially on the number one IP podcast uh, in the podcast sphere. But um, funny thing happened this past week on the uh, way to the forum. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, on the road to Morocco. Another good one. Actually, if you, you remember the old road film, I don't mm. want to. I don't want to. I don't want to get do. distracted. I do love the old road films. Some of the so I, on I the road on the road. Yeah, Bing Crosby, Bob yeah. Hope, the road to Morocco. Yeah, 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 yeah. the road to Kathmandu. Yeah, very you know, good. I mean, Funny. Some, some of the greatest classic. Just fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. And 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 you know, it gives you the when you look at the landscape back then. Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, Abbott and Costello. The Stooges, of course, the of guys at Unified Patents. Marx Brothers. Marx Brothers, Harpo. Harpo, I think, is working at Unified Patents. I think he is doing some <coughs> yeah, patent research at Unified Patents. I heard that. Um, but the, the, true, the, the greatest duo of all time in film, putting aside Danny Aiello and Bruce Willis and Hudson Hawk, mm. Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. No argument here. Those are great movies. Yeah. They, they ain't making them like that anymore. They, they we may sure, be dating ourselves, but that's okay. Well, I mean, neither one of us were around when... I mean, hell, I was like six years old when, when Bing Crosby dropped dead on that uh, golf course in the U.K. Brought a tear to my eye. Yeah. I mean, to <clears> tell, <throat> you how, tell you how new I am to this game, mm. I mean, I wasn't even up and, and alive when he was beating his kids. Oh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I, I remember the orange juice commercials. I do remember that. might have a little bit of Minimate orange juice, David. That David Bowie thing was creepy, though, that Christmas. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of things David Bowie seen. things that are creepy, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But anyway, so, so, so the greatest, probably the greatest um, duo, um, again, putting aside Danny Aiello and, and, and Bruce Willis and Hudson Hawk, of all time, I would say that. Agreed. Um, so, uh, you know, that, that's sort of one thing that I think we've, we've, we've now got consensus on, which is good. We're building consensus here. We've got right. the wife beater. We've agreed. We've agreed on the greatest duo of all time, setting aside the Hudson Hawk team. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm out to dinner with my wife the other night, minding my own business, having a, uh, a bowl of um, uh, this, this veal bolognese over at one of our sponsors, Bacaro, here Bacaro. in Providence. Um, just food. fantastic. And we'll be, we'll be, again, giving away the gift certificates <clears throat> as part of the, the goodie packages later on in the, in the episode. But um, I'm, I'm having a little bit of veal bolognese, you know, maybe a cup of Barolo, you know, beep it a boop it a bop, enjoying myself like a gentleman. And next thing I know, my phone starts going off because the guys at Unified Patents are, are blowing me up on Twitter. Mm. And what they did is they tagged 
Dominion and myself, and I don't want to get too too deep into the whole InstaFace thing because I know you don't do InstaFace. Don't have the Twitter. But <clears throat> they tag you, then you see the the message, and they tagged us in this message about them okay. hiring a that new director sense. of patent research or patent intelligence or what? We just can't be intelligence. Can't be an oxymoron with unified patents. And so I simply responded that they should just hire Harpo fucking Marx or Daryl Issa. 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 He's a jackass. He is an idiot. Yeah. He is, and we'll get to him. Yeah, we'll okay. get to him. We have plenty of time. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, and so, that, so I said that, and then we brought up. We've got a couple of articles out on the blog done by one of our one of our VPs about the track record of unified patents, and it's just abhorrent. I mean, you, you could you could literally get Harpo Marx, dig him up, exhume him, if you will. Yes, and he could have a better win rate at the PTAB. I mean, my goodness, he currently has a better win rate at the PTAB <laughs> to have it to have a thirty four percent win rate when that's all you do. That's all you do. It's all you. Do. That's all you do. Don't even innovate. Don't yeah. create patents. Don't do anything. They destroy. They well. They try to destroy patents, but they're right. not even good at that. Yeah. How, how is that possible? I don't. I don't. Well, they suck. When you push back on them just a little bit, what happens? Well, they blocked us. They, I forget about that. They blocked <laughs> me. They blocked uh, Dominion. They there blocked may be me. those out there that are like me that don't have the tweeter. So you should probably explain what happened. Yeah, that that means we can't see their. Tw- I mean, they, they were the ones who were tweeting at me. And now I can't see their tweets. That seems like a godsend, sort of. I, mean, I really don't care. I went back yeah. to the I went back to the veal bolognese, which, by the way, was spectacular. We finished it off with this tort thing, chocolate. It's a chocolate caramel thing. Ooh, that sounds good. It's delightful. That sounds it is good. Terrible. That really does sound good. I love Bacaro. It's really nice. It's really nice. Um, but anyway, I, I digress again. Uh, so the, yeah, so they blocked us, and they're they're uh, they blocked all of it, and, and I'm not sure why. Um, we invited them on the podcast. We actually had had them on a few weeks ago, and they didn't have much to say. Um, but when you start peeling back the onion and you look, and now we know why, right? Now, the reason they blocked us and the reason they don't want to talk to us or, or, or even have us in existence is because we did a little bit of research, found out they have a 30% win rate at the PTAB, which is just Yeah, and this, and, and, and this was not like it took an archaeologist to find this. I mean, this was just some some fairly... Surface level research done by one of our guys in his spare time, like fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. From tops. Yeah. <clears throat> so, in any event, um, so we're blocked uh, on the on the unified patents Twittersphere. Uh, so we don't we don't we don't get to see their their useful insights. But maybe they should spend less time trolling us and and a little more time working on their on their PTAB briefing. Yeah. And maybe that'll <clears throat> maybe they'll get up to thirty five percent. Ooh, that'd be a, that'd be a big win for them. Yeah. What will happen to them if this whole oil states thing goes the wrong way? <laughs> <laughs> you don't think they have a creative phase two, like ready business model? What would it be? Like killing puppies? Chipotle? <laughs> I, 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 Those no, guys could run a you know, You're right. I mean, that's a real business. That requires accounting. It requires personnel management. Cooking the beef. Cooking the beef. Yeah. There's going to be health inspections. you got to hit better than 34%. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's it, it, when if, the health department if, comes. If in. even six out of ten of the people die, yeah, you're in one of your Chipotle. Yeah, you're in trouble. But buns or whatever they. Yeah, they I could see them out killing baby seals. Yeah. I mean, they, they love they love kicking independent inventors in the head. Yeah, and, and there's there's always that medical experimental medical testing they need volunteers for up in Canada. Yeah, you could do that. They could do that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, enough about that. But that I think that's funny, and you guys can look at our website and see what we. Have written about that, and 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 if anyone has any comments on it, I'm sure we'll address it in a future episode. And and who knows, maybe the uh, crickets will uh, will come back. 
Well, let's hope so. They were delightful crickets. I will say that for the Unified Patents Code. Wherever they are, they have some melodious crickets. I'll tell you another thing about those crickets. So when I was up in Ottawa for the um, the big uh, the big uh, the big thing that they did up there, uh, a couple of those crickets were out one night, and mm. I saw them out after you went, and they they were getting a little liquored up. Were they liquored up? I don't blame them. Yeah, well, they were I mean, very that, popular. Well, it's a lot of podcast. responsibility. They'd been on this podcast. Right. We sort of made them famous, if you will. And and actually, I, I also heard back from the crickets. The crickets have a 47% institution rate at the PTAB, <laughs> so they're doing better than the Unified guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were more entertaining on the podcast. They made more sense with respect to patent law and its application. That's correct. Huh. So let's move on from that, because moving on from the completely irrelevant, uh, what is this thing about uh, about go the big Google-funded uh, mm. uh, funded academic research? Well, I tell you what, I, I, I believe we'll may already have uh, an article that we've done ourselves on that on Forbes. Um, but the original work was, was done by a couple of reporters at the Wall Street Journal. WSJ.com. WSJ.com, for those of you uh, surfing the interwebs. And um, these guys did, was just went back. And I, I don't know what their motivation was, because typically the Wall Street Journal is, you know, has sort of fallen prey to the traditional patent troll meme and much of what has been written certainly on the op-ed pages of the wall street journal has been pro efficient infringement and anti-patent owner but for whatever reason these two guys from the wall street journal saw fit to go out and do a little research uh, perhaps starting off hoping to show that uh, you know the research that was being performed was neutral and wound up finding out that much of the research that was being done that Google was using to buttress its arguments with respect to copyright violations and infringement of patents, they'd actually paid these academics to do. So we certainly want to give credit where credit is due. It's, the, it's a Wall Street Journal article. I encourage you to go read it. It's fascinating. Um, but at the end of the day, they, they paid anywhere from, you know, five grand to 400 grand to have papers written that buttressed their positions with respect to IP, all of which are that they want to be able to have free use of it <clears throat> and certainly don't want to be constrained by minor irritants like copyright law and patent law. So, uh, I mean, that is, an, and, and of course, a number of these, of these academics have pushed back and said, well, the way this was characterized really wasn't true, but there are some damning quotes in the article. So again, I encourage you to go read it. Um, but uh, I, it certainly doesn't come as a surprise to us that Google is throwing money around in this fashion in an effort to be able to do what it wants despite laws that would serve to protect those who actually innovate, whether it's copyright or patent law or even trademark law. I mean, they're one of the highest-paying lobbyists on the Hill. Their amount of folks they had in the Obama administration, I believe it's over 250 at one point in time, worked in the Obama administration for Google that? guys. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's remarkable. And so, basically, what this means is uh, all of the, the and I love the people that data. Where's your data, right? Where's your data? And it's the funniest thing, right? Yeah. As if you know, make a you make a bullshit argument, and then you get called on it being bullshit, and the side that's making the bullshit argument says, "Where's your data?" And the reality is, all the data that supports the bullshit argument is bought 
and paid and for. paid for. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's ironic when you see some of the folks that took the money too, isn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Our guy, buddy. our boy, <laughs> our boy, our boy. And you know what? You, you on the Mount Rushless of IP. We had we had hoped. And I'm sure he's going to block us next because I know he's been out blocking people on the the Twitter fear. He can suck it. He he, he can. But but so you, you get of course the esteemed Mark Limley, mm. uh, Doctor Mark Doctor, Limley. thank you, esteemed of of Stanford, the Thurston Howell of the patent space. Correct. There's now the third. Correct. Correct with the ascot. One self-aggrandizing son of a gun, and apparently he, his research, which. Conveniently enough, has been very supportive of the pro infringement Somali pirate crowd. Mm. Uh, is uh, is uh, bought and paid for by Google. They were going to put Lemley as the head on the Jolly Roger of the pirating, mm-hmm. but that you just can't get that on a the regular size sink. flag. The ship will sink. Yeah, though, you need you one of those. On yeah, you can't. Yeah, you, it turns yeah. out you can't do it. So they had to. They had to use like a more regular person size head. So Google spends. <clears throat> Millions and millions and millions of dollars on this, on this research, basically buying people. Now, do you remember the Duke commenters from one of our prior <laughs> do. News Flash episodes? The Duke. Did they give the Duke any money? I, you know what? I did not see. They I must did not have. see his name, but they must presumably. Have. So they got plenty of money. You got the you got the you got the Duke. You got Limley. You got Lemley Thurston. You got all these other guys who um, who, who who write for Google and, and Google comments on their shit, and then they publish it, and then Google takes more of their millions and goes to Congress with the bullshit academia, right? And 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 as you know, um, Mark Lemley has been in uh, thousands of law journals, right? Some of yeah, which are according not written to his own in, website. Some of which are not written in crayon, right? And, uh, and 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 so they take the bullshit academia. And all the lobbying money, and go up to federal to federal to Capitol Hill, and they buy off congressmen. They could and have also bought off people on federal. Hill. You we could don't do that, know that's that different. Did. That's probably a little more honest, right? That's right. It's a good point. But they go and they buy off the congressman, and then the congressman—it's a perfect, perfect triangle, right? Because then the congressman starts spouting off the bullshit academia, right? And they keep the money. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean it's it's a self-licking ice cream cone. They've got all the parts they need, and you you know you've got this. I mean, is there a bigger hypocrite on earth than Congressman Daryl Issa? Issa? Issa. Issa? Issa. He's a patent troll. Yeah, well, he sued a bunch of people for infringement. He's a fucking patent troll. And he's got the balls to sit on his high horse in Congress and pontificate about how patent trolls are ruining America. Someone should really, other than us, Call that guy out. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Well, I, uh, I, 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 it's hard to hard to even understand what he's doing, right? I mean, at the hearing the other day, he's getting paid. He is getting paid. Yeah, at the hearing, that's what the, he's doing. Hearing the other day on TC Heartland, uh, the, another one of these bullshit hearings. But I mean, it should be sponsored by Google, right? I'm sure it is. I mean, what it do should they say be, it is. They may as yeah. well just put the Google, oh, yeah. Google logo no, out no there. No disagreement here. But ICE is up there, and that moron Goodlot, who truly is a moron. They're truly both. is a moron. They can both suck it. Uh, although, you know, you, you, if you give them a little more credit, they're just bought and paid for. They're just taking yeah. the money. So maybe they're not Maybe they're not all that stupid, yeah. although that is illegal. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but ISA gets up there and starts criticizing federal judges by name who are looking at the second prong of the venue statute because the Supreme trying Court... Cha- to, trying to make some law yeah. that no one's willing to make. Yeah. yeah. Because the Supreme Court changed the first prong right. to state of incorporation. Right. 
So the, um, the, the, the second prong, physical presence plus some act of infringement, is the one that hasn't been interpreted for decades, really. It's been dormant. And judges are out there now having to deal with that statute because of what the Supreme Court did. And ISA started accusing those judges of, 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 of acting contrary to the Supreme Court T.C. Heartland opinion when the T.C. Heartland opinion had nothing right. to do with the second part of the venue statute and explicitly said so. So ISA is, a, is, is either purposely going after a federal judge on bullshit grounds because he's bought and paid for by the high-tech community and because he's another one of these guys that's just pulling up the ladder behind him and after he gets paid, after he gets paid, and not uh, not creating an environment conducive to other inventors being able to invent and protect their intellectual property, and that's the problem all across the board, right? The little guy gets fucked again. Yep. And the big companies go out and pay Congressman Issa, Issa, and Good Lauder, and all these, and that, that and that's what happens. And and, yep. and it's it's and you know what? And I'll tell you another thing: the the Republican Party really was always a party of. Um, protecting intellectual property, protecting personal property. Yeah, Reagan over all the rights. patent office. Or, A- absolutely, and Japan these, was eating our lunch. And these guys are just these guys are just oh, unbelievable. An unbelievable, and and it's nothing to do with all, all this stuff about this being all about um, you know patent um, non-practicing entities or unsavory characters or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> They're just total bullshit arguments, right? Because no one is focused on. The, the, the fact that whenever you take a sledgehammer to the entire system to deal with one or two contrived made-up abuses that are probably funded by Google and made up by the Mark Lemleys of the world... Wouldn't put it past them. Um, you're, you're, you're destroying it. The, the greatest, what was the greatest uh, creativity machine mankind has ever seen. Do you know what patent offices were tied with in this year's report? Produced by your favorite federal government? This isn't some... Partisan thing. How many guesses can I have? Uh, you can have three. This Cam- is not Cameroon. an easy one to get. Cameroon. Cameroon's a good guess, but but not correct. Sweden. Sweden is another good guess, but not correct. But you're you're much closer with Sweden. Much closer with Sweden. So yeah. I'm getting warmer. You're I'm going to say warmer. the island of Saint Lucia. Ooh, that's another good guess. It's actually Hungary. Okay. The United States patent system is now tied with the patent system of Hungary. How does that work? Well, they how that works. That works when you have. When you fail to protect inventors, when you fail to protect the ability to patent, when you fail to allow companies to retain their inventions, and you fail to live up to the government part of the patent compact, right, which is disclosure for the ability to exclude. And when you take away the ability to exclude and you just have ex- disclosure, and then you create an environment conducive to destruction of that intellectual property, um, no one's going to be yeah. patenting, right? No. Although the Danube is beautiful. Have you been there? I Budapest? Have. I have. Yeah. That's gorgeous. I love the... Uh, so we may take our deal over there. I mean, the, if we're tied with Hungary, we can go work over there. I'll be honest. The rainforest is beautiful this time of year. Small there, but gorgeous. Yeah. It's lovely. Hibiscus Haven. Also lovely. Speaking of which, uh, one other thing we do want to talk to you all about is we will be coming out with... I know a lot of you have um, been uh, hitting us up with... Um, uh, requests about our our new uh, endeavor, the, the 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 bar locker room talk. Um, we we've we we have talked about this. I know with a lot of you. I know you guys are excited that you warm weather people, you folks who love the sun and sand. Um, so we're looking we're looking forward to giving you more information as the year progresses on that. 
uh, and when we get the grand opening set up, you guys will all um, uh, be uh, informed in advance. There will be packages so that folks can come and bring their families for a weekend. We will be doing live podcasts and T-shirt giveaways, um, and uh, th there will be um, the, the whole Bellini uh, Tuesdays. We will be doing that. I know a lot of you have asked about that, but we'll be, we'll be doing that as well. So we wanted to, to, to assure you we've got a lot of mail on that, uh, both electronic and actual paper mail. Um, so we wanted to assure you uh, of that. Now, now we'll move on to our, our sort of our, our, our go-to feature that we've gotten away from a little bit in the last couple of weeks because of the breaking news in the industry. But would you rather? So it's now time. I'd for rather do anything but have a Bellini in a bar I'm associated with. Just for the record. Okay. Again, okay. We, we don't have to do this on the air. This has already been decided. We voted, and it's pretty one clear. to one. It's pretty clear. Yeah. It's already now seventy-five twenty-five as I kind of I calculated the votes. You counted your mother-in-law. And so into the uh, would you rather. Yes. Okay. So tying it back to a beach bar theme. Should we do that? We can do a theme. Yeah. We'll never own one. Would you? Would you? Oh, oh, oh. oh. oh let, me, let me tell you what, Mr. Yeah. Wife Peter. You yeah. will be at that beach bar. I may. Serving my time. I won't own it. Oh, you'll be slinging hash behind that. Oh, you will. No, no. Um, would you rather have a Bellini? With Mark Lemley, would you rather have a Bellini with Mark Lemley mm. at the beach bar, mm -hmm. or, or, mm -hmm. um, would you rather put your head mm -hmm. into a big, uh, you know, trash bag, mm -hmm. have it taped around your neck, mm -hmm. at, with seven rabid rats in the, uh, in the in the trash bag? I would go Bellini, up, Bellini, right? I got it. With Bellini, Mark Lemley, Lemley Beach or Bar, trash bag things with I don't like that are at all. Ferocious, just, and I've actually they're ferocious. I have more respect for the rats. And let's just make one more caveat on the second part of the "Would you rather?" Yeah. And then eventually, when you do get the bag off, because your hands will be free. Oh, okay. Right, You're, you'll then be in an octagon uh -huh. with some African dogs. Some wild now, the African dogs. dogs are tough. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go on record. Dogs. The rats you can manage, especially yeah. if your hands are free. You're not going to survive the wild African dog. You're yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. survive that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that really makes it easy because yeah. I'd much rather be torn to bits. Yeah, and feel and I, every I wanna, feel every last feel bite. every last bite. Just be ripped to shreds and then watch some of the shreds before I pass into the great beyond. But now you just have to have one Bellini. by the rats. You need to have, just have one Bellini no. and then you can get out it's of there. But it's with a Lemley and Ten it's minutes. in a beach bar. It's just no. Can you imagine what that would be like? No. I would you rather I would rather be ripped apart by just just savage painted African dogs. Yes, I couldn't agree more. No, you can't have you cannot have a drink with that guy. I wouldn't even want to meet him on the street. No. I'd probably run. You would. Well, it would look like a, like a Macy's Day parade float coming at you. Yeah. So you'd have some time. You'd have some advance notice. Well, I could outrun him, I'm sure. Oh, you could for sure outrun him. Yeah. And you can certainly dodge him. It takes a long time to turn that thing. Let me just tell you one thing. You're not going to outrun. You're not going to outrun those African dogs. No, my you friend, that. you're not. You just should just stay. There's no reason to die tired. You should just stand there and get eaten. Take it. Yeah. Take it. Yeah, I talked to a buddy of mine today who's encountered those dogs before. Mm. What did he have to say? He said that they're vicious, and he said what happens is even when you shoot one of them, the other dogs just drag them back into the brush and eat that dog. They're, they're, they're one of the only cannibal species on the planet. Yeah. 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 So we both vote for the dogs. So, yeah. so again, so we're, 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 we're... Dogs win. 
Yeah. Lemley loses. I don't even. But he would enjoy a Bellini. Can we agree on that? In a beach park. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he would. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, and there it is. And there it is. All right. Well, there you have it. An- another episode of IP Frequently. I think we touched on some major subjects today, as we like to do. Also, uh, furthered away some time, but I hope entertainingly. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of IP Frequently.